And welcome back to the continuum, everybody. I'm Kyle, and over in the other corner is my good friend Adam. Welcome back, Az. How you doing, mate? All right. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Good. Excellent. Good. So we finished the last one talking about pub games. And you said you're going to go do some research. Yeah, well, I've I've done some research as as always, like two minutes before we start the podcast. But um, that's research neither, is neither, research, neither here nor there. So yeah, I've I've been basically looking for the entire well, trying to find a list of uh, classic pub games, such as darts and pools, uh, pool, pools, pools. pools. <laughs> Um, and billiards is another one. It's a variation, I suppose. Is it billiards? What is, what is billiards again? It's, I think it's a variation of pool, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's just with a bigger table, isn't it? Is it? So is it like on a snooker table? I think so. <laughs> yeah, we need to do more research. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, yeah, probably. <laughs> but also um, skittles. Skittles is considered a pub game. Have you done Skittles before? Now, Skittles is like a miniature bowling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know if there's 10 pins. Is there 10 pins? I don't know. I, I think oh, it's like the I remember. table tennis oh, of look tennis, up, isn't looking it? Looking it up. Table tennis of tennis. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it, I suppose. <laughs> oh, tabletop Skittles as well. Have you heard of that? Skittles is nine pin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nine pin bowling. I think they get arranged in like a diamond shape. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. is is the point the same as I the? Think, I think it it plays the same way in terms of scoring. Um, okay. Only my, I don't think you get anything for like a strike or a spare. Spares the other yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't think that makes any difference to the to the score. But yeah. Good. Good. Do fun. you think? Do you find a lot of pubs are kind of scrapping the pub games? Yeah, people are. Out. I don't think people are as interested anymore. I mean, yeah, it's, you think it's about it as social. well. It takes up so much space, mm. like a pool table or a darts. Okay, darts board just goes on the wall, but you still got to have that clearance around it for crap players like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, darts. Darts are not a nice thing to probably get hit by. I don't think I've ever been hit by one, but I'm pretty sure I've seen videos of, yeah, you know, you see those drunk um, (laughs) frat boys. Yeah. They're like, throw a dart at me kind of thing. And then, oh, did they do that on Jackass? It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, surprising. And then they have like (laughs) darts hanging out of their backs. Oh, man. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they they don't do that, but... Because the whole pub culture has changed where yeah, people don't, I don't want to say, I don't know how many people actually go there socially anymore. I think it was a thing of every day after work, you know, John's going to pop down to the pub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you'd see John. The regulars and, were proper regulars. Yeah. Yeah. But no one, no one does that anymore. No one's, no. I say no one. I don't go to the pub, so I don't know um, okay. to, to do that. Drink and, at home now. <laughs> yeah, I, I drink at home quietly in the corner by myself. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, though, yeah. whilst we're sort of still on that subject of, of being a loner and uh, and frequenting a pub, did, uh, we've spoken about it before that you did used to go to the pub with mates back home and stuff. Yeah. Back in back in the motherland. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
so you had like a particular pub that you'd always go to, I don't know, once a week? You meet up yeah. with your mates? Well, when I was, again, I think I left South Africa when I was maybe 22, 23. But when I was younger, yeah, I'd probably go, I'd probably go to the pub every now and again. Mm. But most of the time, I'd actually just go to one of like the big, I want to call it like a pool hall. Oh, yeah. Minus. Yeah. I think I remember you saying that actually. Yeah. We would yeah. just go there and just have a few beers and, you know, play, play some, some pool. pool cause mm. that, that's quite so, a social thing. So me and me and my mates, we always went to this one pub. And I think we used to go pretty much every Wednesday night from the age of 17 to about, I don't know, 22, something like that. Same sort of deal. Yeah. But there was always this one guy that would sit at the bar on his own, never, never speak to anyone. Uh, we called him Cider Man because all he did was order cider and stare at us. <laughs> Honestly, it was the weirdest thing. I don't know if he's still alive today because it was, yeah, quite a while back. But he didn't actually seem that old from memory. But he was, you know, it was such a weird thing. And he was in there without fail every Wednesday. Now, whether he was like one of those guys that went down the pub after work and like every day, it, I, you know, I wonder if it was an everyday occurrence for him. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, Cider Man. Weird. Shout out Cider to Cider Man. Man if you're still out there. Yes. <laughs> Cider Man, Cider Man. <laughs> um, but I wonder, yeah, is he there to socialise? Because it doesn't sound like he's doing no, he didn't. He didn't ever so meet people social. or anything. Mm. He was just a regular. Maybe he'd talk to the bar staff or something every so often. Just to, I mean, you've got to, haven't you, to order a drink? But yeah, yeah. Well, he just gets up and helps himself. So Maybe when, he's a regular he's enough. Hmm. I I think sometimes it's a great idea that um, it seems nice to be hmm. able to go to the pub, go socialise, and yeah. you know, go see John. You know, how's the day been? Whatever else. And then I get to the pub, and people talk to me. I go, "Why the hell are you talking to me?" I was just. I want to be alone. I want to drink my beer in peace. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that's what Cider Man was doing. He was just drinking his cider in peace. And yeah. you got I suppose you gotta look somewhere, so you might as well look at us. Handsome young chaps sat around a table drinking yeah. and being rowdy. Yeah, this goes back in my day. <laughs> when we used yeah. to uh one pub that I used to go to as um as a as a pub game, it was quite a unique one. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, I think from from memory they had this log in the pub. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you I were, think each, I know what this game is. You were each on. given you were each given like a nail. Oh, okay. And you then you had a hammer, and you had to then try smash the nail in. Yes. Yeah. And the oh. idea was you had to make sure that the nail was absolutely flush with the yeah. top of the log but so you had to get it in as far as possible <laughs> yeah but you've only allowed said. one hit <laughs> but yeah you only allowed one yeah, hit one hit and then pass and the next hit, person hit it as hard. yeah and yeah. i saw this people- when i was out in andorra once i remember seeing like a big log in the middle of the room with just a load of nails in it some were bent some were in you know and i was like what the hell is that thing but now i know so, did you just say Pandora? Andorra. Is that, is that from Avatar? From Avatar, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you not been? It's great. That's a blue people, everyone. 
but yeah, the some people can play that game and they'll just smash it once and it'll go straight through. You know, yeah. like obviously if you're from the trade and you're a builder, you just do that and it's mm. fine. But most of the time, if you're going to be doing it, you hit it a couple of times. You think it's going okay, and I then mean, it just starts bending and turning. Bend, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and that that's make, makes it even harder. Mm. And I think the last person had to do a down down or something. A down down, the, neck in a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That makes sense. I, I don't think, it? Yeah, down no, down. It, it does. But I'd never heard it called that before. I, I might have made that up again. Down I'm down, not sure. A down down. Yeah, you do make a lot of things up. It's like going hopefully, out, out. Hopefully, hopefully people that listen might sort of take on your wacky phrases. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the idea. I'm thinking about selling some T-shirts, actually. <laughs> so get all visit, these... visit our merch website. Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's a good shout. We'll get, get all these shirts made up. Um, then one of the other ones was... Uh, I, I actually played it with, with my daughter was... Uh, not, not in the pub. Okay, everyone calm down. Um, <laughs> but they had it at a restaurant. Was that, uh, what, what do they call it? The hook and ring game? Mm, yeah. No, I don't know. I know it, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah, so it's got like a little T-shape. and not then horseshoes, the ends, is it? That's with horseshoes. <laughs> is this a different game? Similar game, I think, but with horseshoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, this your the ring is basically tied to a piece of string, and you got to flick the flick the ring into a hook. Okay, so it's just got to get the right amount of momentum just to kind of just get on the hook. And you challenge each other that way. Is, it's and, not. Oh wait, it's not quoits, is it? It's not this. Can you see no, that? No, no, no. I don't know what, it's not what that. That is. Damn. He's showing you a picture of what looks like a, a dartboard. No, but, it's on the ground and it's got rings and and a big pole in the middle. I'm guessing it's not that. But you're thinking about the horseshoe game, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's one with rings. Quoits, it's called. I just used to play that on Red Dead Redemption all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot you could play that. Just like walk around, play horseshoes and play blackjack and liar's dice. Did you ever play liar's oh, dice? Oh, that's a good game. That was brilliant. Well, I really like that. And they didn't include that on the, the Red Dead Redemption 2 for some reason. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. I think they did. When? You got to go into some of the bars and play it there. Oh, see, now I'm, I'm going to have to go back and I'm stop playing that game. And that's another six months of my <laughs> life ruined. <laughs> Wife comes in. Do you want dinner? No, go away. I'm playing my game. Yeah, that was a massive game, though. Mm. Uh, have you have you finished it yet? Yeah, yeah, so good, so yeah. good. It's but, one of the like most engrossed I think I've been in the in the story of a game ever. Because mm. I tend to skip a lot of like cut cut scenes and stuff in games. I'm just like just I, I'm impatient a lot of the time i just want to play the game yeah but with that you know it's such a compelling story yeah it's so good i do yeah. i do enjoy it but i just don't have the time to play properly nowadays mm. no. you know back in the day we i'd probably i don't want to say finish red dead but like finish an average game and you know a couple of weekends you know yeah. you do a few late nighters or 
whatever, and that was that was the game. Thank you very much. But now I'll get one game and lasts me half a year. Mm. Yeah. Do you try and hundred percent games as well? Like it depends what game. Like Red Dead. I don't know. I I had the intention of a hundred percent in it, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You get to like those last seven or eight percent, and I'm like. Phew. It's just taken me so long because you're just well, the, the map is so big and you know that like to complete yeah. 0.5% you've got to split between the top of the map and the bottom of the map and it's just hardcore it's too much yeah, it's, just, it's a bit too tedious by that point to, yeah. to do so yeah. uh, I think if a game yeah a game that fast I'm like uh, as much as I'd like to I'm not going to bother and then on the other side, if anything's got a multiplayer function and it needs me to do anything multiplayer online, I'm not going to hundred percent that game. Yeah, agreed. So, agreed. Have you I ever hundred percent at a game? I don't think I have. Yeah, let me guess, I've... Diablo. <laughs> Funny enough, no. I think that's one game no one can ever hundred percent. Oh, really? Um, but the, I think there's a difference here because you've got. 100%ing a game in terms of what they call the progress. But mm. then on, I suppose, PlayStation or Xboxes, you got the achievements or trophies, yeah, which are like the additional kind of tasks that you've got to do to finish, yeah, well, to, to get those achievements or trophies. Yeah. Yeah. So which one are you kind of talking about? Probably the game one, because I think, yeah. you know, before PlayStation introduced that, you would just consider 100% in a game literally mm. an in-game thing wouldn't you yeah so i think i did it with um the first lego star wars trilogy game but the lego games they're made to be 100 percented for the most part yeah you know? to make it achievable yeah 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 absolutely so i think i've done yeah i've done a few games i think i've probably 100 percented most of the gta games all right that's that's quite impressive because the amount of things you got to collect on them. Yeah, it's uh, it's again it's tedious because I got the remasters that was also a bit of a controversial release. Yeah, but I got those recently and I've finished to a hundred percent now. Oh really? But yeah, but it's that's... again it's a bit tedious when you have to the the when you've got to collect for yeah. example hundred hidden packages. Yeah, and then you go in you think you've collected them all and then you get to like 99 so you where the hell is this package <laughs> where is oh, this last man. package then you got to do it all over again or try evaluate what you kind of missed yeah but i miss uh because so well, you're, you're sorry just yeah. to interrupt you're using a, a guide to find the packages at this point yeah because you can't the, do it otherwise can you it uh, I think if you had to do it otherwise, it would take you. I would probably say if you're playing it all the time, it's going to take at least a few months to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, to find because there are too many passageways and mm. leads, you know, things to go into. It's it's not. I don't have the time to do that. No, I just want the I just want the little badge that says I've done 100. percent It just makes me feel good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But there's a a good site that I found actually called um, Map Genie. Um, and if you go, you go on there. I only found it found it recently, but you can go on there and you can mark for for most of the 
new newer games you can mm. go on there and actually mo- they'll show you where all the locations are with like brilliant interactive maps yeah with screenshots and everything else in there but you can also mark on there if you've done it or you haven't okay. as long as you kind of log in um that's really good yeah so gone clever. are the days where i used to go on to go online go find the hidden packages map yeah print that map out <laughs> then have to go Cross find off. it and then cross them all off individually. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's hard. Things cool. he did when I miss those days. Yeah, in, it's pretty old school. Then yeah, you're also waiting. Uh, I mean, these have got to be the days of a 56k modem as well, <laughs> or are they not? They might be a little bit after that. You might have had broadband by that point, but then you mm. got your dot matrix printer. <laughs> no, I think this was still the uh, yeah. The, I think um, I think one of my family members still has a dot matrix printer because <laughs> I think it's the only thing that their business, their like business program, can actually oh print goodness. to for some reason. Yeah, is that so, the one? Is the dot matrix the one with the like the the little terrible ring edges? Yeah, with the with the like perforations, yeah, and perforated dots that kind of feed through. That's it. And yeah, yeah. so. Hence the name kind of dot, I think. I, I don't I don't really know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But that that's a tech that's also you kind of take for granted now. Is if you've got a printer at home, I don't know if you have or or, or no. not, but nope. I, I still remember when I was a kid and you can get this printer and you can do something on your computer mm. and it prints and it automatically like comes out. It's like how how does it how does it do that? Even fax machines back in the day. You're you're are you asking how printers and fax machines work? Um yes. <laughs> okay. This is this is a part of the show. This is the part of the show that I love. Okay. Ed, how do you think a uh, fax machine works? <laughs> It's all to do with, um, like, it's exactly how you'd send a message onto a computer screen, isn't it? It's ones and zeros. Okay. It's just been transcribed into paper format, and the printer's telling it where it needs to mark a blotch of ink. Okay, but a fax machine... A fax machine, actually, is a bit more of a thing, isn't it? Because it's... That kind of had a scanner on as well, didn't it? Well, it has to, doesn't it? Has to yeah. has to be able to scan what's going in so that it can process that as ones and zeros to send it back, send it off to another channel. Uh, and how, how a does phone it, number? How does it know what what's a one and what's a zero? Then black and white. Okay. See, I'm thinking that maybe it's got to do with some kind of light. If it emits, if if I'm going to make a machine now. This is what I enjoy kind mm-hmm. of discussing. But yeah. if I'm going to make a, a, a fax machine, um, I think it had to do something with light that would project. And obviously, if it's black, it's is not it, going to... If it's, it's not black, black it's a one. Yeah. And or then if it's white, it's then it'll be a zero. Yeah. What happens if it's a gray? It's considered a black. Because fax machines are only black and white, aren't they? I suppose, yeah, I don't know. Did they ever, I, did they ever make coloured ones? I'm assuming they're only black and white. 
I mean, I mean, both of us are probably a little bit too young for fax machines. To you know, to be fair, I, I yeah. don't think I've ever used one. Oh, I, I did. Not I to, used to not to send my, things. My dad uh, has 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 his own businesses. So, kind of when I was growing up, I remember we had this fax machine. Yeah, I mean, it was huge. Yeah, you think it was the size of a modern day prince and it had a phone next to it because that's how that's how it was received. Yeah. Which again, how do you send these ones and zeros through a phone line? And I know it sounds ridiculous, but you're sending, say, I, I draw a picture of a knob and then I send it over to you. It's like this knob is traveling have, through the telephone. I have lines. received your knob. <laughs> So, sorry. Um, yeah, it's it goes through telephone lines. You pick it up and you pick up the phone because you think you're going to get a message. And yeah. do you remember you used to hear that that kind of fax tone as well? I couldn't what, tell you what the was, actual fax tone sounded like. Was it similar to the modem, like the old style modem? Yeah, something like that. A very digital kind of noise. Yeah. And you go, oh no, someone's sending me a knob, and you put put the phone down. And then knob prints on the other side. So, how does this technology work? Uh, ones and zeros. I've told you. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. But the uh, when my dad had his own business, I used to. There were there were a couple of days where you'd come through, and then my he had used to have it in the dining room, and it'd just be like reams of kind of paper <laughs> so that had just been. Sp- spat out I, I couldn't tell you if they're contracts or yeah i mean if we had to do that now or i uh, say i'm i think i'm a little bit more mature now but i would like to probably you know do prank calls to people and send them like faxes and you know just if you had like a paper yeah if you had a business enemy that would be a good way to really screw them over wouldn't it <laughs> yeah come into work and there'll be like fax like paper all over their office floor yeah it's incredible but then even uh, other tech like Morse code uh, that's ones and zeros it's yeah to, to a certain extent so, yeah it's just <laughs> I mean, like it's the... dots and dashes but and it's noise isn't it is it noise it is noise okay but, but like from that from the war times it's noise but it can be well. I suppose it can be done in a range of things. How range of how ways? far could you send Morse code though? I mean, these days you wait. Are you blinking? You, are you blinking in Morse code? Then I just saw you <laughs> blinking. No, I thought you were doing Morse code to me. Um, Help me. <laughs> um, oh, what was the question? Yeah. How how far how did, can you send it? Yeah. Because I want to say in movies, it's like you'll see sometimes in movies, people be on a ship or a submarine and they're like, yeah. we received a transmission. It's like, how? how? How did they receive this transmission? I guess. So I want to say satellites, but were they, we weren't probably, satellites probably weren't there at that point, were they? I'm going to say no, because I think they only invented like the kind of rocket technology in uh World War Two, maybe. Hmm. So that is quite a good question, then. Maybe sound. Sound. 
set. Yeah, because they would have had radios. So there's going to be radio frequencies. Yeah. 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 I've just got this picture of this guy kind of doing his little Morse code, little vibrations, whatever. Then again, they just give it to somebody else and he's got to go run, you know, like the old messengers that they would have had back in ancient times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being one of those messengers? Mm. Yep. And cool. yeah. it's like your sole responsibility is to get a letter and you've got to go send it to, I don't know, what's the guy's name from 300? Um, Spartacus. Spartacus is a good name. So it's not him. <laughs> I don't remember that film too well. But going back even further then, then what did they do? It was Carrier Pigeon? Like, yeah. How far back? And then how does the carrier pigeon know where to go? See, this, this, uh, uh, I don't know. Somebody's I out think, there shaking a bag of treats. <laughs> <laughs> I think with carrier pigeons, it could be, I would think that you have to carry a carrier pigeon mm. with you to mm. a certain location. Yeah. So I you, think they could only travel one way. It, it knows how to get home, doesn't it? Yeah. So you so it's a homing pigeon. It's a homing pigeon. So yeah. you then take the pigeon in a bag, hope it doesn't die in that time. <laughs> <laughs> take that to where you need to go. Yeah. You write your note, you wrap it around its talon. I was going to say okay. foot, but it's not, is it? And then you just throw it up in the air and it goes back home. And That's you how you get the last there. You shouldn't have used plastic because then it just falls back on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) What what happens? I mean, there's going to be like, you know, like pigeons are probably quite good food for like hawks and things like that. So how the hell do these things get home? They've got to to be fast. I imagine pigeons are faster than we realise. Yeah. Well, even racing pigeons, they've, it's a worldly thing, isn't it? Well, Mm. like a, a worldwide event. Yeah. But there's racing pigeons that Yeah. Should like we quickest one back? Should we end this here and talk about racing pigeons on the next one? Yes. <laughs> I think that's all the time we've got today, isn't it? Okay. Well, in that case, we will uh send our message on and uh hopefully it will arrive by next week if it doesn't get eaten by a hawk. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> See you later, mate. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Bye.